Welcome to the Grim and Bloody Podcast. I'm Kevin Nicholson, writer for HorrorNews.net. And with me is Joe Flynn, the award-winning host for Create TV, and Anthony Durone, the uh, founder of Desperate Film Fest and the producer of the show and the co-host. Uh, with us uh, as our guest today is uh, someone that Bay Area fans may be quite familiar with, Raina Gillette aka miss misery uh the uh, longtime horror hostess and uh thank you uh, uh thank you reina for joining us uh tonight thank One you for and having only. me yeah thank you one and only i've noticed so many hyphenates <laughs> to your uh you know to your name uh director <laughs> actress writer uh producer uh as i said horror show hostess I yes. even saw something that said you were uh, you were into tap dancing as a kid. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was. Uh, 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 Isn't that crazy? Uh, is is yes. there anything that you don't take a stab at doing? Uh, I haven't tried rock climbing. <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do it, but you know. <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> Yeah, you well, never know. <laughs> well, Raina, um, you've been in, in so many different things, um, and we're only a 45-minute podcast, so we won't touch on everything, but we could easily be here for hours based on um, what you've been involved in. Uh, but tell me this, as I, I haven't seen, you know, what was the one thing that you enjoyed so much that you wish you could just, that would be your sole thing? If, like, you only choose one thing to do, was it be at the film festival? I know, right? Is that hard question? The film festival... The TV show, the feature films, the novels, right? The zombie proms. Did I, if I missed anything, forgive me. But what was the <laughs> one thing? If you could only focus on one thing, which one would it be? That's such a hard question. <laughs> um, on, on, honestly, if I think if I had to choose one, it would probably be writing. Writing, yeah. Yeah. If writing was my first love, and then <laughs> and then I watched john carpenter's halloween and then i wanted to be jamie lee curtis <laughs> i wanted to be an actress <laughs> it wasn't until i went my first year of college i started getting into directing because i uh i was doing my friends films and then i was like i want to i want to do my own i want to do a horror short and i had him and his friends who i helped help me and they didn't really help me so i ended up shooting the whole thing by myself but I fell in love with directing and, and, and writing my own scripts. So it, it all, you know, it's all different. Like, like went from then, then from directing, I went to horror hosting and it just kind of snowballed. And then I found myself saying, Hey, you know, if I want to do this and this, I can, I can do whatever I want. Why not just try it all? <laughs> you know? Well, I respect the uh, the ability to create. That would be the one thing I, I would love to focus on, too, um, if you know, weren't doing everything else. But uh, I can see that you're coming out with a, uh, a new novel, and I think, um, and speaking from three kids, it, it can be difficult finding um, literature that is of, like, the horror variety for children, so it, it's not too scary. It's something that they can get into, and it's actually something you can bring in the house and say, I'm not going to give them nightmares at night. They'll still enjoy it, and it's still part of the horror thing. Mm -hmm. So did you want to talk a little bit about Monster of the uh, Golden Gate? Oh, yeah. So there's um, 
uh, I'm glad you mentioned Monster of Golden Gate. So Monster of Golden Gate is a black and white cheesy monster movie I made. And the reason why I made it was because I saw other horror hosts were talking about how they have nothing original to show because everyone's hosted, you know, horror hosts. They host the same thing that other horror hosts host, movie-wise. So I made so I made a throwback black and white cheesy monster movie, and I had no idea it was going to end up being popular with kids. I kid you not. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? I started selling it at um, – big wow in san jose when i had a table and we sold a hundred copies in a weekend nice and um all of a sudden i was getting all this feedback from people asking if i was going to do another one their kid loved it their kid loved it i'm like what so uh i think we are going to do another one so uh, thank goodness i can't be in it are you can you could be a different character come on go ahead, <laughs> um, no. but, go ahead huh? Oh, go no, ahead. I was going to go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I do have a question about the new book that you got coming out. Is that part of an anthology? Uh, the Scream in the Night book that yes. features 13 different um, female authors. This is going to be, this is the first one out of three I'm going to do. I haven't gotten anything together for the second volume yet because I'm, the, the first one just came out. So I'm not sure when I'm going to start the, the second volume, but for right now, it's just a lot of promotion. Unfortunately, due to the whole COVID thing going on, I can't do any book signings yet. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping, um, who, who knows when, I'm hoping to get some signings done before I start getting the second volume done. Uh, go ahead. Oh, no, please, Joe, go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, that's fantastic, and I want the best for it. The, the, the question that I, uh, that I had, uh, uh, Raina, was I was looking at that book, Shriek in the Night, um, that, you're, uh, uh, that you're talking about, the, and, you, and you had mentioned something that was quite, uh, kind of uh, interesting. I, uh, I'm currently involved in, um, uh, in a couple of anthology books myself, and... Oh, cool. I'm I'm finding it interesting. You said this one was uh, was all female, uh, you yes. know, writers. It, there seems to be a dearth of uh, uh, of female writers in you know in especially in the anthology horror you know the short story you know horror you know, realm. There are uh, you know, there is a percentage out there, but it's just it seems like it's not quite as uh, uh, as uh, you know, quite as many as uh, as male authors. Was that something that was a conscious effort on the uh, on the uh, the editor's part for this book? Yeah. So what happened was I had to, to tell you the long story in a short version. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I had submitted a short story of mine to another anthology that was getting put together, and what happened was the editor ended up saying they wanted my story, but then they rewrote the entire story. What? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. They brought me back my story and they were like, Hey, we want it. Uh, we're going to buy it off of you for the book, but we had to make some changes. Here it is. And when I read it, they rewrote the characters names, beginning, the middle, the end. <laughs> I was like, so you just oh, hell no. <laughs> so I was so mad that I, 
I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do my own anthology. <laughs> Call my publisher, publishes my monsters kids books. And I'm just going to do my own and I will get a bunch of women together and make it a cool all female anthology book. So I did. <laughs> and, and let me clarify that that is a scream in the night. I think I yes. said shriek in the night. Uh, <laughs> You said that, and I was like, ooh, a new movie title. No, I... (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Thank you, Kevin. I'm going to take your idea and run with it. (laughs) You're ever keeping your ears peeled for a new idea, I can tell. You know? I have a notebook in every room of the house, just in case. (laughs) I have a notebook in the car. I have something next to me before I go to bed at night. I'm not even kidding, because you never know. Because I always get ideas... What sucks is I always get my best ideas when I'm in the shower. And I'm like, God, I got to write that down before I forget. (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) So I try to keep a notepad everywhere. Well, let me ask you, you know, too, there's something I'm fascinated with since you were uh, born and raised in San Francisco in 1983. You were just after the generation of the horror hosts in the Bay Area with uh you know with bob wilkins in the 70s and uh, and john stanley uh in uh, the late 70s and on into the early mm-hmm. 80s i was yeah. i was wondering did you have um who was your impetus to uh to becoming a horror uh a horror host were you looking at um say elvira uh, or were you looking, going back even further, perhaps, and looking at Vampira uh, from the uh, from the late nineteen fifties? What what was the uh, uh, what was your role model for becoming a horror hostess? Well, I grew up with Elvira. Okay. And I I was Elvira for Halloween, maybe four years in a row. I can't remember, but <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, and uh, when I got older, I learned from going to my first, my first wonder cons in San Francisco, uh, that was downtown, uh, the Masonic centers, uh, Moscone, I think, sorry, Moscone. Um, that's, I went, I went to my first wonder con there and that's when I met Bob Wilkins and John Stanley and, and knew who they were for the first time. Cause I didn't know who creature features was, but my dad did. My dad got all excited and I'm like, who's creature features? Like, <laughs> So I learned about them after that, but it wasn't until I started to become extremely serious about wanting to get my foot in the door in the horror industry that I thought, if I'm going to do this, I should probably start a show. And that's when, um, that's after I had met Joe Flynn. And I was like, you know, I was at Fangoria, Weekend of Horrors in San Jose, I'd met Joe, I'd met all these people. That's when I found out more about Vampira at that show also through a documentary that was coming out from um, Alexia Anastasio. And after I met Joe, I said, you know what? I think if I started my own show and hosted it and did interviews at cons, it would help get me in the door to meet all these filmmakers and directors and producers and all these actors and mingle and make my connections. And it totally, I did. And, um, when I came up with the character for Miss Misery, I was already a goth kid, you know? So, I mean, that was, that was easy, but the name Miss Misery comes from my favorite Elliot Smith song, Miss Misery. 
that's how I named myself. And then from there, I just kind of started creating who she was. Yep. And <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I know because I was not there. <laughs> the brain wonders. <laughs> so yeah. Joe Flynn was one of my big inspirations. Oh, thank you. I'm very <laughs> oh, Joe. <laughs> well, no, seriously, though, it, it just, you know, it's sort of like once you start, you know, like, like for when I met Rain at the Fangoria convention in San Jose, it was sort of like, hey, you know, she came up to me. She, like, handed me, like, I think one of their videos. And yes. Says, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, can yeah. you interview me? And I go, yeah, sure. And at that time, <laughs> we were interviewing Kevin Shawn Michaels and Alexa Anastasia Vampira, yes. the documentary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then right after them, we interviewed Raina and her mm -hmm. husband, John. Mm -hmm. And just going like, okay, so tell us. About, and, you know, and that's how we became friends. Yeah. And we'd always, like, run into each other at conventions. And we'd go like, hey, yo, good to see you. <laughs> You know, uh, <laughs> hanging but, out at your house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and doing craziness uh, like being in film. Uh, yeah, but you know, that, that's the thing, and, and it's like for your kids' book, their kids' books, right, Reina? Yes. yes, I have my monsters series. It's called Monsters. Yes, and they're for kids, and so Anthony, if you want to give your kids a book. I hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to change gears a little bit and talk about the uh, coronavirus and what it's doing um, to the Bay Area and um, what kind of effect we could probably all see as far as trying to reestablish horror because uh, the, the point of the festival was to kind of re-engage um, you know, part of the Bay Area in a festival um, when I was submitting films. Um, I couldn't find an active horror-only festival uh, in the Bay Area. The closest one is Sacramento, the Sacramento uh, Film Fest. Oh, yeah. Um, which is really good, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, I was really uh, curious as to why there wasn't anything between um, San Francisco and San Jose that was offering just like, you know, eight hours of horror. Um, and we, we established in 29. It was great. Uh, this year, though, everything everything has been pushed out. Um, and as we've talked to people, it can be um, it's hard to create horror when there is so much bad going on outside. So the next question is we're going into the stages of this is, you know, how do we bring back horror? How do we get people uh, to feeling, you know, that, that sense of dread and despair and fear and, and ultimately the satisfaction when, you know, the story is over, when we've just experienced five, six, seven months of, you know, the same thing. Yeah, we're experiencing like five, six, seven months of this. And who knows how much longer it's going to exactly. go. It can go on until December. <laughs> is, it could go on until the end of next year. We, we really don't know. And I right. think, um, I'm going to be honest, the, um, I'm, I'm finding um, the, a lot of the conventions are now going for um, Zoom cons. <laughs> you know how they have guests and it's online. And it's right. free. I think some of them you have to pay, but yeah, uh, I really think that's cool because that's kind of like 
giving your hopes up like, yeah, cool. I can just sit at home. I can watch this for free. I can mingle with people through, through Zoom. I can watch the interviews and celebrities and, uh, you know, right at, right there, which is cool. You don't have to stand in the line or anything. And I think that's kind of helping keep people's hopes up to like, yeah, I can't wait. Like these are cool, but I can't wait till I actually get to go to a con and meet this person, but at least I get to sit down and watch and hear someone interview them through, you know, the zoom app and everything. And I think with this going on, I've noticed um, a big resurgence in people buying and reading horror books also. And I'm, that's one reason why we kind of got, a scream in the night out really fast too was because like you guys are at home. Right. Here's a new horror book by all female authors. <laughs> Buy it and read it. There you go. Like, <laughs> you got nothing else to do. Some entertainment for you. <laughs> but um, but I yeah. think who knows however long we're going to be in this. And I think just by people online mingling with each other and doing these right. zoom cons and podcasts like you guys keeping all this horror live. It's it. I think it really helps. Do you think that the um, adding on to what Anthony was saying about the coronavirus, do you mm-hmm. think that it, it has, um, it has forced artists um, like yourself to be even more creative in ways that they did, they wouldn't have thought of, uh, you know, before, as you said, uh, you know, when you're, uh, when you're being quarantined, you're not able to mm-hmm. go out. What do you do? You get involved in uh, in, uh, in in writing an anthology uh, in <laughs> for people. Yeah, it just is. Is there a positive out of this 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 whole dark situation that is going on? In that it 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 kind of requires you to be more creative on your feet. I think there there is a huge positive to this. I I, I think with people staying home. You, you do get the people who are like, oh, I'm bored. I have nothing to do. do so now's your chance to do something. Take an mm-hmm. online class. Masterclass.com teaches like, I, I signed up for that. And I've been learning about writing and filmmaking and st- stuff I already know or stuff I don't know. I mean, you could do all kinds of stuff. There are people out there who um, I see on my Facebook saying, oh, now that I've been quarantined, I finally finished the script or I finally finished the story or I'm looking for an agent. I mean, I think it's great that people are finding other ways to be busy. You know what I mean? It, what sucks is what does suck is, I mean, I'm, I'm not like that much of a home buddy. I am used to being home a lot. I have a two year old and I work on all my projects and I run my film company, but not having the option to leave your house is kind of weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, got it. I, I kind of gave me a little bit of a stir crazy moment. Um, a few a uh, few months ago, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I can't take my kid anywhere. I can't go out." It is but scary. Yeah, it, 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 really it is. is. It's really scary. But I, but you know, I think if people just come to a realization that not only ha- is everything about to really change and it has been changing because of this, but you you have the moment to not only be at home to relax and get in touch with your family and your your loved ones and just spend time with your children or your wife or your husband but to really honestly take a look at yourself and be like wow i have time what can i do with my time and i see a lot of people doing stuff with their time and i think that's awesome yep i agree uh, by the way reina who else are 
in this anthology book so that people can, you know, give them a little shout out. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so there's 13 women, a part of a scream in the night and, uh, it's Marine Mo Whelan, Anna Ace, Susie Lockhart, Cassandra Seckler, Jennifer Nangle, Deborah Lamb, Marjorie Dehay, Megan J. Meehan, Heidi Moore, Lindsay Goddard, Carson Buckingham, and Ree Sheridan Rose. Wow. Great lineup. Yeah. <laughs> these 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 girls are freaking awesome. <laughs> and their stories are so good. I I I just I'm so happy that people I we just actually got two five star reviews on Amazon. It's crazy. Nice, nice. I know it's only two, but I, I, you know. You start from treated, somewhere. I treated myself with a slice of cheesecake because of that, you know? <laughs> yeah, what kind of cheesecake, though? What, you know, what flavor are we talking? Chocolate? What kind? I like strawberry, but oh. if I can't find strawberry and there's a chocolate, I'll take a chocolate. Hell, if there's a plane, I'll buy it. I don't care. Whatever I can find. <laughs> <laughs> I love cheesecake, but I try not to eat a lot of it. I just like to treat myself <laughs> to reward myself when I'm done doing something. <laughs> it shows just the diet we're eating in quarantine. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, what's funny is like, I know I'm like, I don't want to be bad, but I do work out every day or every other day I can. So that's good. But <laughs> I try not to use it as an excuse to have more slices than I'm supposed to. <laughs> I, I, noticed, I noticed that you had an interest in martial arts. Did you, uh, do you still keep that up? I wish I did. You know, when I started really getting serious in running um, Last Story Productions and doing movies and stuff, I kind of ended up drifting away from some of my other things. So I want to get back into it. I used to, when I was younger, study Wing Chun Kung Fu. I haven't played guitar in a few months. So I should really <laughs> do that. But yeah, I've, I've kind of drifted away because I get so busy, you know. And then what's the problem with me is I keep coming up with projects I want to do. <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's good. But at the same time, it's like I wish I had more time in the day. Or there's another you. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> hey, uh, Duncan Reina, go go do kung fu. I'll see you. <laughs> see, see, then you can see you do kung fu. Then you come up with an idea about kung fu zombies. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, zombies that are attacking, but they happen to be, uh, you know. They happen to know Kung Fu or something like, uh, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Come up with a real wild story, uh, you know, storyline. That the only person who could save us from the zombie apocalypse is Jean-Claude Van Damme. You know, that great screwed Yeah. Great. No. Sorry, Jean-Claude. Don't kill me. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. goodness. Well, I have a question, um, Raina, and it's an easy one. No, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm always fascinated by the uh, the different answers we get. Uh, give me your your top three movies, and then we can follow that up with your top three horror novels. Wait, is it does it is it the top three movies have to be horror? Yeah, or, horror. Or sorry, both? yeah, have to be horror. Horror. Uh, let's say horror, thriller, and suspense. 
this isn't an easy question. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is, I guess. this is where you can start uh, cursing. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Shit. Um, okay. So top three. Oh my God. You're killing I think me. I, I would guess that Halloween has to be one of them, right? Because you got Halloween's started on the Halloween. the first one, but it's John Carpenter's Halloween. <laughs> Not yeah. Yes. Thank you. John, John Carpenter's Halloween. Because that's and, the very first horror film I ever saw. And, um, oh, crap. No, that's not a movie. <laughs> okay, it's Sorry. a hard question. I'm just not doing <laughs> okay, hard so, questions tonight. Um, way to put uh, her under the bus, uh, Anthony. Jeez, uh, I know, right? Just wait, it. Stephen King's <laughs> It, the made for TV version, not the newer ones. Tim Curry. Yes, Tim Curry. Yes. Uh, I got to go with that. I do really, really love that movie. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Alice, sweet Alice. Ah. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. I got to go with those nice, three. Tomorrow I'll change my good. mind, call you, and tell you something different. No. <laughs> right. Hey, can I change Wait, my answer? Maybe no. it's these ones. <laughs> Make sure you do it at three o'clock in the morning, and I'll give you his phone number. Uh, <laughs> add this to the, uh, you know, to the show. I, I'm kind of curious, just throwing it out there. You mentioned Jamie Lee Curtis as kind of a, a role model that you uh, you look to as an actress. Um, mm -hmm. What is it about? You know, when when there's when there's Sigourney Weaver out there, when there's <laughs> um, when there is D. Wallace out there, who I, I happen to be a huge fan of, um, what is it about Jamie Lee that kind of uh, kind of uh, brings you to her? The first horror film I ever saw was John Carpenter's Halloween, and I was about I can't even remember how old I'm, like seven or eight years old. I remember the film coming on TV every year when I was younger than that and my my dad changing it because I was not allowed to watch it. I was too young. But he had it on VHS. So I one early morning snuck into his VHS collection. I grabbed it and I watched it in the dark in the living room while everyone was asleep. Ooh. Yeah. And oh my God, it it fascinated me and scared me all at the same time. And I fell in love i tell you and uh, jamie lee curtis i was like i want to be her i want to be that 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 underdog girl who, who just steps up and goes after the killer you know and like just she she it was her acting she was so vulnerable in her acting in that film yeah but, but it was so beautiful at the same time <laughs> You know what I mean? It's I don't know. I it's hard to describe, but I I that she my had that every woman look, and it was yeah, so unassuming. She, she wasn't. That she you wasn't just like yeah. Fell she wasn't right glamoured in step out. With her. Yeah. She wasn't this glamoured out. Oh no. my god! You know what I'm saying? She, yeah, she almost was, like a plain Jane. You know, almost uh -huh. it was the victim. It, mm -hmm. it, it was just you know you could say a masterclass in both acting and directing. It, because you oh, didn't yeah. know what was happening. You just fell right in step with her. You didn't even know oh, it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I just just fell in love with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> I was like, my God, I want to be her. I want, mm. I want to do that. I want to 
I want to do that. <laughs> I want to be an actress. Well, so. I, I'll tell you that one of my favorite moments in film comes from that uh, that picture with uh, with her looking up at Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis and asking that famous question, was that the boogeyman? And, uh, and him with this quiet, dry delivery um, saying, as a matter of fact, it was. Uh, uh. To that sends just, you talked about writing, that sends just automatic chills down my spine. Uh, even today watching it some 40, uh, some 40 years it, later. The writing is, is just so good, but, but having the actors bring that to life from the pages of the script, oh, beautiful. So um, poetic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I will encourage you to watch uh, watch some D for some movies of my girl D Wallace. Uh, you know, D Wallace. I think I met D Wallace. I've so many people. Owl, I get confused. She's ET's um, mom. Uh, you know, yeah, Cujo. 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 Oh my oh. God! Yes. It's just no, so, D Wallace is great. Oh, we love talking with her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you guys interviewed her. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, she she is fantastic, and she's another one that um, is is in some ways like uh, Jamie Lee in that mm -hmm. uh, this 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 every woman who's frightened to a certain core, but then she finds at her core this the strength to survive. And I, I kind of thought about when you're talking about Jamie Lee, I kind of thought about there's a scene where she. Uh, takes the two little uh, the two little kids and tells them to go run across the street uh, mm -hmm. and, and so forth. It's in essence that's the scene where she's telling the kids, I have something I have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, you go across the street, I have to go back in here and, and in a sense maybe face my destiny. Uh, you know, so to uh, or deal with this. And and and, and D has that same kind of uh, uh, kind of thing when you're watching in the you know, the howling and uh, and so forth when you know she volunteers to go on air to turn into a werewolf just so that uh, her producer can shoot her in all in an effort to you know to get it out there that werewolves are here uh, mm. anyway but it, oh it, yeah it, it, no uh, yes uh, of course Reyna what else are you working on Oh boy. <laughs> um, That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I learned <laughs> any kick any kickboxing uh you know that you decided to get into? Uh <laughs> um I I do have a bag I I uh hit every once in a while. <laughs> um there's uh few things so right now i'm working on some more movie massacre episodes for the uh stations i'm a part of because we're That's about to roku right yeah there's a roku channel uh everything's on my website on laststoryproductions.com where you can find where to watch and we're actually going to be starting to do more youtube because more people are asking for it on youtube if they don't get the channel to watch it or the roku uh right. or they don't have roku so I'm going to start getting that together, but we're going to hit our 100th episode this year. Hey, congratulations. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So it's, right. it's like, Ooh, that's coming up. And then uh, we're editing. We're almost done editing our fifth feature film. So 
once that's done, I don't know if we're going to do film festival circuit. I've already got a couple distributors lined up, so I don't know how that's going to go yet, but I'll figure that out. (laughs) Well, they can wait because, of course, you're going to premiere it at the Death Parade Film Fest next year, right? Well, yeah, sure. You know, we have a habit of just, yeah, publicly committing people right there on set. Like, you're going to be here. Just last week, Kevin promised Jonathan Cartwright he's going to be flying up from the East Coast with his piano and he's going to do a set for us. Uh, There you go. Yeah. Oh, at least the thing is, Raina's more locally. Yeah, she doesn't have to fly a piano across the United States. No. She she can bring who plays the guitar oh god oh now i got to show too oh no no i'm just uh, joking reina it's okay i'm a thousand an hour it's all right no <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> for joe flynn it's a special discount it's nine thousand nine hundred. <laughs> hey how did you know <laughs> i'm special this way i know these i'm joking <laughs> darn it oh, <laughs> Question for you, Raina. Uh, sure. Talking about your uh, your your hosting chores, um, has the uh, has the pandemic um, altered uh, production of that in any way, or is this just business as usual uh, for you when it comes to that? I've had my co-hosts and some of the other actors I have on the show um, ask when we're going to shoot again, and I said, "Not now." So I'm going to be old school, like first season and shoot more episodes just with me doing the whole show because I don't think it's still safe yet to have people come over. Mm-hmm. I did go online and take the um, little written tests and stuff. So I, in case I do shoot, I have the certificate that I am, you know, COVID uh, ready sure. kind of thing. Sure. But But I'm still pretty skeptical about people coming over my house. I have a two-year-old, you know, I I just don't want to get sick. So right now I have no one coming over for that. (laughs) So I'm going to be, um, the next 10 episodes we're shooting and I'm going to be doing it. Um, just me. I'll be hosting it and doing all the segments and everything, which is fine. (laughs) You know, I've done it before. I can do it again. Uh, Do it again. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to have to be, um, this whole thing won't be over by even when we get vaccinated. You have to think that um, people are going to have a real fear of getting sick, being around other people. Right. So yeah. that's, that's a question I keep thinking to myself is like, how are conventions and festivals going to happen next year? Because this is, this is going to have a lasting impact on mm-hmm. a lot of people. This is going to be, you know, wearing a mask and not, and keeping your distance, I think is, is going to be a normal for, I think a couple years. And yeah, that's going to have a huge impact on, on attendance of large gatherings, you know? Um, I'll tell you that I don't think it's going to be a couple of years. I think we're going to be experiencing some things that will be some things that will end up being the new norm for our, uh, you know, for mm-hmm. our life. Uh, oh yeah. There's going yeah. to be more. This is not just uh, this isn't, you know, sadly, this isn't H one, uh, you know, or this isn't H one N one or anything like that. This is something that has, you know, that has killed quite a, you know, almost two hundred thousand people. I think it's uh, uh-huh. uh, so. It, this is something that's just going to. I think that there's going to be, um, and I'll and I'll ask you, Raina, what your opinion on this is. I, I think 
this is going to be a uh, uh, kind of the cons from now on are going to be kind of hybrids where there's going to be more uh, streaming mm -hmm. activity, uh, you know, going on uh, along with uh, some physical uh, events and so forth. What do you think? I, I don't, I don't doubt if conventions will end up having just half of what they're supposed to have people wise come in. You know what I mean? Like ticket sales, like you're only allowed so many people in WonderCon or Comic-Con or whatever. They're going to cut that down. I really think they're going to cut it down. Sure. Sure. And they're going to allow only, only allow so many people. And then you lose out, you lose out, you can't go, <laughs> you know, sure. but is uh, that going to be like, if they do that, are they going to have more cons during the year to try to bring in more, to bring in the other people who couldn't get into the other one? You know what I'm saying? We have so many conventions as it is that was, ha I mean, cons were going on what every weekend, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Almost. Like, how? I don't know how. I think we had out. one that was supposed to um, happen this month. It was supposed to be um, Silicon. Yeah. Wow, like? Silicon. Yeah. That's right. Uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, big, big wow. We're supposed to have yeah. uh, Creatures Con. Creatures, Creatures Con. Physical yeah. one. And now they're doing a streaming event, which, uh, which to pat myself on the back, I, uh, I'm a part of this, uh, this Sunday. Oh, cool. Um, Sweet. But, Kevin. Yeah. But uh, we'll see how that, uh, how that goes with the, uh, with the Zoom interview that I'm doing. Have, but have we met before, Kevin? I, I'm not sure that we, uh, that we have. If you were... Um, we may have a couple of years ago when I did the panel at, uh, at Creatures Con and I, and I interviewed uh, Josh Kennedy and Veronica Carlson on, uh, on stage. I don't know if you were, uh, uh, if you oh. were part of the guest list for, uh, for that one. I, uh, I, a couple of years ago, I should, yeah, I was there. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, I was there in 2018. That feels like 20 years ago. I, <laughs> we probably, we Maybe we did meet. We just don't uh, remember. Big, I'm a big, big, tall dude. Joe will tell you I am really, uh, oh, I'm really hard to forget. Well, I saw, I saw you. Gra you graduated from Abraham Lincoln High School in SF. Yes, yes. So did I. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Two thousand and two. Yes. See, I was uh, much earlier, <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm old. Yeah. But oh. uh, you know that hey, uh, I'm not that old. Come on now. Andy's the baby. I'm the baby. That's it. That's it. The baby. We're, old, we're just mature. Anthony's the stud kid that uh, that we just uh, we 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 bathe in his presence. Uh, <laughs> Come on. No, well no, it, it's the funny thing because compared to me and Kevin, you know, when it comes to certain horror films, Anthony's kind of like getting slowly into them, you know. It's like oh. <laughs> we kind of rub off on each other. Uh, they make fun of me because my first real movie was The Thing. That was 1982. Ooh, <laughs> hey, and I'm going to tell you that, uh, you know, that Anthony, the I little whippersnapper. <laughs> I hope he's almost 40 years old. Yeah. Dad Gummit, uh, you know. <laughs> I've always had a huge appreciation for the thing. I, that's one of the great uh, modern horror films. Uh, so you, your ace is in my book for loving that. Uh, yeah. The thing is, ama is an amazing movie. Now, yeah. if we get you involved in the original Howard Hawks version of it and things like that. I saw that and I didn't like it. You did? Oh. 
<laughs> oh, bad. That's right, Duck. Bad. Oh. bad. Uh, no. Well, I'll just leave you guys alone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but hey, Raina. Yeah. This is a fun question. Uh, where can people find the books so oh. they're interested? Um, my monsters kids' books, which are like in the vein of goosebumps, those you can find through either the publisher's website blackbedsheetbooks.com uh you can i have a link to all of them on my website laststoryproductions.com and it'll take you to the each of amazon's pages so they're all on amazon and you can also order them through barnesandnoble.com they don't have them in the store but they have them online to order there we go and yes. the other books also the other ones are um also on amazon the scream in the nights on amazon as well there you go. And again, that's so right. Where can, so, where can, um, uh, so where can folks um, catch up with, uh, with you and all things, uh, and all things Raina Young, Raina Gillette, uh, and all things Miss Misery? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just go to uh, lastdoorwayproductions.com, and you can see all the latest of uh, what we're up to. Each page has links to anything you want to see from our YouTube to the books uh, to where you can find the movie massacre show, all that good stuff. And then um, you can find me on Facebook under uh, horror host, miss misery. Uh, I have a fan page on there and then I have Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram at uh, director Raina young. Oh, outstanding. Uh, will we be seeing you on the, uh, on the virtual con this, uh, you know, this Sunday, I, I did see where there's a, uh, well, there's a panel where they're going to have multiple horror hosts. Uh, I, I'm a part of the um, film they're showing okay. where, where there's segments in between. They got like sure. me and Lobo and, and Blood sure. Rot and everyone. So sure. I'm, I'm in there. I sent them my footage. I'm in there. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, we'll be watching. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, I'm not doing anything live though. I'm, I think Sunday I'm, I'll have to check my schedule, but I am shooting some movie massacres. I, I, my setup's in my dining room, so I get to shoot at home, you know, so it's all easy. Lovely. <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hopefully this was the, uh, the uh, first interaction of uh, many. We have you with you, Raina. And it's been awesome uh, you coming on. And we have to do this again, you know, when uh, things uh, yeah. kind of settle down and we can get back into going outside of our house. And yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, no, I had a great time. I, I'd love to come back on and do it again. I actually have, um, I could come back on later on in the year too, because I have, um, through my publisher, Black Betchy Books, I have a novel coming out in a few months. And then I just signed today with another publisher and I have a novella coming out through him in October. So we can definitely do another interview. <laughs> More horror. Let's bring it on. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and, and oh, yeah. our next, uh, the, prepare yourself for the question that you will have in December where Anthony's going to have, <laughs> going to ask you for your favorite, your three favorite romantic dramas of the 1940s. Uh, oh. You know that. <laughs> oh, well, I can name that right now. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> uh, it's going to be one of those questions that takes me 10 minutes to get out. Don't worry. 
<laughs> so can you repeat the question? <laughs> I thought we were all going to just watch Dirty Dancing at the same time and chat about it, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm all for that. <laughs> I do love Dirty Dancing, I must admit. I do love that movie. <laughs> You must be happy that uh, they're they're doing a redo of that with uh, with Jennifer Grey. Yeah, so I read today two different things. I read a redo and then I read a sequel. And I'm like, what is it? And what's going on? It's all that I tell you. I tell you one thing. I've been binge watching Supernatural. I just started getting, I just, I'm not kidding, just started getting into Supernatural. I already binged all 15 seasons and I'm like crying <laughs> because I want the next seven episodes. I'm like everyone else right now. I'm like, please, where's the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like binge watching a lot of different, uh, you know, series. And the funny thing is when you binge watch one season of one of a series and the, you realize that the next season isn't coming out for another month or something you're like no yeah yeah we my husband and i just started umbrella academy season two and we we're like what the hell happened in the first one what was that eight years ago yeah <laughs> I'm like i can't remember yeah. well, and I'm, I'm big into this there's a series called the boys um which is yeah. if you haven't watched it it's so it's addicting the boys uh, that sounds Sounds familiar. Yeah, no, it, it's about a group of superheroes. Oh yeah, the boys. Corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my husband saw them all. I I I didn't see any of them except for the last episode because I happened to be lying in bed to watch it with them, and I was like, "Oh man, this looks great. Why did I watch this?" So I have to I have to binge that one. I have a list of stuff I I seriously need to binge and DVDs I need to open and watch. I'm not even kidding. I get so busy working on my projects i'm like oh yeah i should relax and watch a movie oh wait i should eat first i do that i'm not even kidding <laughs> well, i'm, I'm gonna tell crazy. you the boys the boys with uh carl urban is so oh, good yeah. he's it. great yeah it is he's so he's a hard-edged character but he's so he just he manages to get you to like him anyway uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh yeah it, it's it's a wonderful show i highly recommend and season two comes out in a month Oh, I got it. I better binge the first before yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Raina, thank you yes. so much for being yes. on. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for having me. Hey, you're so welcome. And we'll talk sooner or later. Anthony or Kevin or I will let you know when this becomes available and people can sure. listen to it. Awesome. Yeah. I will be promoting the crap out of it. There you go. Raina, it's been a blast. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Raina. Stay busy. Um, I, I will. <laughs> doing so many amazing things. Yeah, we want to follow all of it. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. And uh, whenever you come out with something new, let us know. We'll bring you on. <laughs> awesome. Sounds great.